The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, everybody struggles with stress, but sometimes it's hard to pinpoint what to treat in our bodies to help combat the issue. Today we discuss adrenal stress and how that can help us feel better overall. So listen close. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Dr. Marita is a graduate of the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine in Canada's premier institute for education and research in naturopathic medicine. Through her passion for education, Dr. Marita leads by example and hopes to empower others to choose positive lifestyle choices in order to live optimally. She actively lectures across the country with a special focus on women's health. Dr. Marita is the co-author of The Adrenal Stress Connection and has a recently released her own book, Making Sense of Women's Health, and we welcome her to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Dr. Marita, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Great. Thank you so much, and thanks for being here. Thank you. Why don't you fill our audience a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show topic? Absolutely. So I am a naturopathic physician, and I have a full-time clinical practice uh, up in Victoria, British Columbia. I've been in uh, clinical practice for almost 10 years now uh, with a special interest in women's health. So one of my um, biggest reasons for becoming a naturopathic doctor was I love the philosophy behind being a naturopathic doctor, education, uh, really empowering people to take charge of their health, to live optimally. Um, and so that's one of my main goals is to you know, travel across the country, educating women, educating younger women to be more proactive, to really eat better, exercise, stress management, uh, you know, keep their hormones in balance. And uh, I truly do love what I do. So did, um, did you have a life moment or life altering something that happened that made you think about living optimally in um, naturopathic sciences? You know, I actually was, I was on my way of becoming a medical doctor. I, uh, I loved um, working with people. I loved the sciences. I excelled in the sciences. So I thought the logical explanation would be, okay, let's go into medicine. And uh, when I was in university and I was doing my pre-medical studies, um, I sort of lost a little bit of my drive and my focus. And I thought, you know, could it kind of st- take a, uh, took a step back and thought, okay, is this really what I'm doing? Like, does this sort of align with my philosophy and what I really want to achieve. And I just found, I have friends that are medical doctors, I have nothing against medical doctors, but I think from an education perspective and really taking the time to educate people about eating healthy and meditation and stress management, I kind of discovered that I wasn't really going to be able to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, within the paradigm of conventional medicine. So I went the naturopathic medicine route and I have friends that are medical doctors. I work with medical doctors. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with the, the path that I chose to become a naturopathic Physician. And you know what? The moment you sat down, you just appear to be happy and you're glowing and, it, oh, and you wear it you. well. Thank you. <laughs> well, today we are talking about adrenal stress. And I do want to start by asking you, you did co-wrote The Adrenal Stress Connection, the name of the book, with Dr. Karen Jensen. And I want to find out what the connection is between your adrenal glands and stress. Oh, it's huge. Uh, I think there's a lot more information that's definitely coming out with regards to adrenal health. Uh, I think, you know, when my patients come in, 
I guess 10 years ago when I was talking about adrenal health, a lot of times people would say, well, I've never heard of my adrenal glands. Like, what are your adrenal glands? Mm -hmm. You know, do men and women have adrenal glands? And so I find in the last few years, people are hearing the topic a lot more. Um, but the whole mission of the book was, again, to really educate the masses about how chronic stress does have a huge impact on your health and virtually affects every system in the body. So it's not just about your mental health as far as like anxiety, depression, or insomnia, um, but it's, you know, your immune system, it's how your body heals, it's your, the inflammatory response, um, it's how women go through menopause. So, you know, in the book, we've sort of laid it out very simply on, you know, kind of explaining the connection between the adre adrenals and all your other um, hormonal systems in the body and then what you can do as far as like herbs and supplementation, dietary supplements, um, but as well as the lifestyle uh, component as well because that's very important. And that's, uh, that is great to, to draw, draw it out as a map here for uh, a lot of women and men, as you say, too. I think mm -hmm. um, people And don't even realize. children. I mean, I'm even seeing a lot of younger, you know, like the college students or the high school mm. students that, you know, have so much pressure. Mm. They're trying to work full-time jobs and then they're trying to get straight A's in school and yes. they're trying to maintain, you know, that social balance, right, and extracurricular activities. Um, and then we think about all of the electromagnetic frequency and radiation that, you know, I wasn't exposed to when I Absolutely. was in high school. I didn't even, I don't even think I had a cell phone. I didn't either. I know. And that's a really I good point that you're men mentioning that because also it's the hurry up and grow up because you have to get into college and you have to have straight A's and you have to, you know, compete with everybody yeah. else. And so you're right that our, I and have two I think, teenagers. And, and I think it's the mind. The mind is constantly being stimulated never, over and over and over again from everything that we're getting bombarded with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really good point. And you did mention that, that it is just, you know, how do we relax and come down and so mm -hmm. um yeah thank you for writing that book <laughs> um how what exactly is adrenal fatigue and you just started to talk a little bit about that yes so um the adrenal glands are referred to as the stress glands so they release hormones that help our body adapt to and increase our resistance to stress um, so what happens is, is, you know if we're exposed to little stressors which we usually are life you know day-to-day -day live life stressors, uh, the adrenal glands release these hormones and then, you know, we cope with the stress and then the hormones, you know, rebalance themselves. The problem arises when we're, um, we're, when we're exposed to chronic stress over long periods of time. So those adrenal glands can only keep up for so long. And then eventually what happens is, is your resistance to stress becomes greatly reduced because those adrenal glands can't keep up that demand. They start becoming a lot tired, they become fatigued. And then instead of the body working in balance, for example, you know, your body's immune system being able to release um, compounds to help fight infection, or your body's ability to deal with inflammatory processes that are going on in the body, because the body's so fatigued from that chronic stress, you start seeing the other systems become compromised. So often people that are adrenal fatigued, I mean, one of the most common symptoms is chronic fatigue. Most people are waking up completely exhausted. Um, a lot of my patients will complain that, you know, they can't really function without coffee, mm -hmm. not just one cup of coffee, but like five cups of coffee <laughs> throughout the day. Um, you know, they have really brutal cravings. They can't shut their brain off at night. Um, they might suffer from anxiety or depression. Uh, they're chronically ill. You know, so all these symptoms can definitely contribute to an underlying adrenal fatigue picture. And um, in my clinical practice, you know, every one of my patients gets tested for 
adrenal fatigue and most of them, I'd probably say like 90% of them have some kind of underlying varying degree, varying degree of adrenal fatigue, adrenal stress. And just to peel that back, what does your test look like too? So there's a lot of different tests, um, a lot. So I spend a a good portion of, uh, my, um, my intakes with, um, you know, like with a good medical history. So if somebody comes into my practice and says, oh, well, I've had pneumonia five times and, oh, I went through a brutal divorce or I moved my whole family across the country. Like those are very, very significant stressors. Mm -hmm. Um, so I always look at sort of the history of, you know, what's happened 10, 20, 30 years down, you know, previous. And then for um, some of the tests that I use, um, salivary cortisol testing can be very beneficial. Uh, So cortisol is one of the main stress hormones that our adrenal glands release. Um, We need cortisol in order to survive, Mm -hmm. but when we're too stressed out or we have adrenal exhaustion, the cortisol levels will either be too high or too low. And that's where we see it affect other systems. Uh, So by testing salivary cortisol, we can actually see the balance or the path um, or the the uh, the direction of where the cortisol levels are going. So, for example, your cortisol levels should be the highest in the morning. So we have a huge amount of energy first thing in the morning. We bounce out of bed. We don't need coffee. And then your cortisol levels should decline as the day progresses. When we test salivary cortisol in an adrenal-exhausted individual, it's completely opposite. Oh, so that God. curve is very, very low, cortisol is very low in the morning, and then it ramps up as the day progresses on. And going to, and um, this is, I have to be careful about asking this question, but going to a regular physician, they would not normally test somebody for that, like for chronic fatigue Um, like that. Yeah, it's difficult because in conventional medicine, um, typically when they think adrenal disease, adrenal diseases, they think of very, very um, serious diseases of the adrenal glands, like an adrenal tumor or Addison's disease or Cushing's disease, which are the extremes of adrenal exhaustion or adrenal stress. And they're very rare diseases. Um, so if somebody, if one of my patients went in to see their medical doctor and said, oh, well, I think I have an adrenal issue, they would look at them and they'd say, no, I don't think you do because in those cases, like they're, they're in some cases, they're quite life-threatening diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's that gray zone, like adrenal exhaustion, adrenal stress isn't typically a condition that is recognized by conventional medicine. So they may test your blood cortisol levels, but they may not test, you know, blood cortisol morning, mid-afternoon, late afternoon, evening to kind of see that whole curve. Right. And then that they would want to put the Band-Aid on it or do something. But meanwhile, you're there to actually help and um, mm-hmm. get you to the point where you're not, yeah, you're not suffering from that. So you're there to help. So I, I see. How would you know if you've had so recognizable symptoms? Yes. So uh, most of the patients that come into my practice, um, one of, you know, we talked about chronic fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest ones is people that may sleep, they'll maybe sleep like 10 or 12 hours at night and they're still waking up completely exhausted in the morning. Um, So that's a big one. Cravings are huge. So people that 
again, cannot function without coffee or they're craving sugar or they're craving the junk foods, they're craving the carbs. Uh, That's another really big symptom of adrenal fatigue. Um, But I also will notice that in a lot of cases, there'll be other underlying issues going on. So for um, for example, with women, they might have um, extreme PMS, or they might have extremely heavy cycles, or there might be another underlying issue, for example, like thyroid, like low thyroid, because the adrenals and the thyroid work so closely together. So if the adrenals aren't working properly, then often that can cause a thyroid problem. Mm. Um, so, and then that um, contributes to weight gain. So yeah, that's another one. A lot of women will say, well, you know, I can't lose weight. What's going on with this belly fat? You know, I hit perimenopause and menopause and I can't, you know, I'm doing everything. I'm eating well and I can't seem to lose any weight. So that's a big symptom of, uh, adrenal fatigue as well. Um, what, okay. So we talked a little bit about those signs and symptoms. What are, um, adaptogenic herbs and how can they help with adrenal health? So there's a lot that we can do, obviously, for um, nourishing the adrenal glands and definitely helping with um, that stress response. Mm-hmm. Uh, so adaptogenic herbs are a group of um, herbs that basically help your body adapt to and cope with the stress response. So all of these herbs, for example, like rhodiola, ashwagandha, um, suma, shisandra, all of these herbs have been well-researched to help to modulate and rebalance out those cortisol levels. So an adaptogen, basically, if your cortisol levels are too low, Mm -hmm. then it helps to bring them up into balance. Same thing as if you're in that chronic anxiety, hyper-stress mode, cortisol's too high, it'll help to bring it back into a normal balance so that your body's able to be equipped to dealing with further stress down the road. Uh, But they're very gentle herbs. Um, I I often get the question, you know, oh, if I take these herbs, are they going to make me, you know, sky high or, and they're, they work because they're adaptogens. They work very gently. Um, and they don't typically cause people to have, you know, sort of agitation or anxiety. They just help to keep people very calm. And that's great. Well, this is really interesting information. And right now we need to take a quick break, but more with uh, Dr. Marita in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Marita. 
And we're talking about adrenal stress. And Dr. Marita, we were just talking about adaptogenic herbs and how they can help with adrenal health. And is there a specific formula that you use in your clinical practice? I do. Uh, there is a specific formula that um, I love to use with my practice uh, or in my practice with my patients. Um, it's called AdrenaSense. It's by uh, Natural Factors, the Women's Sense line. And it combines um, all those herbs that I mentioned, um, all those really gentle adaptogenic herbs. And I've been using it in my clinical practice probably for the last um, seven years now with great success for people that suffer from adrenal fatigue or chronic stress. And um, it just helps people sleep better. It helps people's energy levels stay um, a lot more balanced and stabilized as well. Cuts down the cravings. Um, so it's called AdrenaSense. AdrenaSense. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that would be available at mothers? And- Absolutely. Okay. How does adrenal stress impact blood sugar levels? Mm. So one of the symptoms we talked about was uh, cravings. Mm -hmm. Carbs, junk food, sugar cravings can be a really, really big one. So sugar for our cells is almost, um, it it gives our cells energy. And if you can think about the whole stress response, I mean, the stress response takes a lot of energy out of the body. Mm -hmm. And so typically people that are um, stressed out, what happens is, is the blood sugar levels increase to feed that increased stress demand. And by doing so, what happens is, is there's this whole cascade of events because then your pancreas starts releasing insulin. insulin. Insulin is responsible for driving sugar into the cells to utilize it for energy. So you can just imagine high sugar and then your sugar levels can actually drop. You can become hypoglycemic because of the stress response. And then if your sugars are too low, then that will actually cause your body to want to eat more sugar. Mm. And so it can become this vicious cycle with chronic stress, having this this yo-yo effect with your blood sugars and then cause you to want to um, eat more sugar. Wow. Thank you for explaining that. You explained that really well. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and it's true. It is a vicious cycle. And I know that um, it can start at a young age, but when especially um, maybe women going through menopause or whatever, you know, whatever that stress compound is. You and I were talking a little bit off air about um, the perception of stress. Let's talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that now. Um, so... The other thing that uh, we have to remember is, yes, um, taking all of these uh, herbs and these vitamins and um, uh, dietary supplements are really important for the stress response, but also our perception of how we deal with stress can have a huge impact. And, uh, you know, how, how you perceive that stress, if you think that stress is going to be negative, it's going to have a negative connotation, it's going to do damage to your body, it's, it's, um, you think it's actually going to be harmful to your health, then your body and your cells have a memory. And that is how your body's physiologically um, going to respond to that stress. But what I try to tell my patients is I say, you know, words are very powerful. So what you keep telling yourself, if you keep telling yourself that that stress is doing you harm, it's damaging your body, it's, you know, causing you to not sleep at night and have anxiety and cravings, then yes, it is going to have that physical, physiologically, um, physio- <laughs> physiological response in your body. And there's actually a really excellent um, TED Talk that I watched uh, last year, and it's called Let Stress Be Your Friend. 
And I really encourage the listeners to look it up. And um, it's just a very short eight minute talk. And she, it's a psychologist and she actually talks about um, the perception of stress and quotes a study that they did where they found people, it was really interesting. So what they did is they asked people their levels of stress and then they asked them, okay, do you believe that that stress is harmful to your health? Mm. So the people that actually had high levels of stress but believed that their that stress was harmful to their health had a much greater risk of dying down the road versus the people that had the same level of stress but perceived their stress as more of a positive or more of a challenge. Mm. So just to show you that really how you perceive that stress can have pretty uh pretty um, interesting effects down the road. Yeah, the outcome. And it does mm-hmm. also tell us about our personalities. If you're a go-getter and if you mm-hmm. love to seek those challenges and if you just want to just attack. And it also would, I would imagine, if you were diagnosed with a, a life-threatening disease or if you had cancer, it would also just would tell you how you would attack that diagnosis perhaps or, you know, just in life and how you would. Absolutely. I mean, I, I do see, um, you know, uh, cancer cases in my clinical practice. And one of my patients just comes to mind. Um, Here's a woman that has been diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. Mm -hmm. And her doctors have basically said, you know, there's not really much more we can do for her, for for you. But her outlet outlook on life is amazing. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, eating all organic. She's juicing every day. She's still getting out and doing her meditation and her yoga. And she's still living that healthy lifestyle because she said, you know, Dr. Marita, I I just want to live my life to the fullest. Like, I'm not going to let this beat me. And I just thought, you're amazing. Yeah, you want <laughs> I, to be that flagship. You yeah. want if everybody. I'm like, I'm going to support you to do that. I'm going to help you. You know, because she has a very, very large family. She's like, I want to spend as much time as mm-hmm. I can with, you know, my grandchildren and my kids and my husband and. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hard. So she's really turned that whole stressful situation into a really, really positive one. Right? And and thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. We were talking about you become. A therapist, a microtherapist, in a way, don't you? Um, and then, and also to this, you are what you think you are, and that's the mindset mm-hmm. of how words are so powerful. And in in so many ways, it is uh, you know what we're feeding ourselves in that stress. And you know, I mean, life is hard. You know, when you've lo- lost somebody, and and or you've gone through a very painful divorce, whatever it is that you go through, it is there. There could you could. Be, make it become a life moment and, um, you know, just take it and turn the prism a little bit. So thank you for sharing that. Um, back to uh, the connection between our adrenal stress and cardiovascular disease. Can you talk about that? Mm-hmm. So we all know that the root cause of most disease, especially cardiovascular disease, is chronic inflammation. And so when we look at cortisol as our stress hormone, cortisol is actually also our natural anti-inflammatory hormone. And when we look at people with adrenal fatigue where their adrenal glands have just run out of steam, their reserves are greatly diminished, they might not have the reserves there to help them deal with inflammation, this is how chronic low-grade inflammation just brews in the body. And this low-grade inflammation can obviously start doing damage to our arteries, our blood vessels. This is how we get plaque formation and then, you know, down the road, if we're not very, if we're not careful, we don't take care of ourselves or take care of the the underlying root cause, which is the chronic inflammation, which may be um, due to the stress. Uh, what can happen is, you know, heart attack or stroke or, you know, 
some kind of cardiovascular event. So, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's not sort of black or white. Um, there's a lot of other things that are involved, but if we look at, um, again, the stress response and that chronic inflammation, there is definitely a link. So if we have healthy and strong adrenal glands mm -hmm. and our body's able to deal with that inflammatory response, then that'll reduce the insult to our cardiovascular system. And what steps can be taken to maintain adrenal health? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> so we um, we talked about, you know, obviously perception, um, how you perceive stress. I always talk to my patients about, okay, what are you doing for you? Mm -hmm. Start with you. <laughs> and um, it's surprising because sometimes I get this this uh, the answer, and they're like, well, "What do you mean?" I'm like, well, do you do you take time for yourself? Do mm -hmm. you go for a massage? Do you go for a walk? But a lot of the women that I do talk to, specifically women, you know, again, they're you know, taking care of the husbands, taking care of the kids, right. working full time, trying to cook dinner, get the lunches ready. Um, so yeah, the so the it's, pole. they do, unfortunately. So, you know, that's one thing I start with, you know, even if it's just take a walk for 15 minutes out of your, you know, your lunch day, go outside, take, do some deep breathing, um, you know, yoga, even if you just do some yoga poses for 10 or 15 minutes first thing in the morning before you start your day. So that's really important. We talked about the uh, adaptogenic herbs, um, the Adrenosense, uh, which is an excellent formula for really, really helping to increase your resistance to stress. Um, some of the other vitamins that are essential for the stress response, B vitamins, everyone knows that, you know, when you're stressed out, you take your B, B complex, your B vitamins. Uh, magnesium is a really important mineral for especially for people that have insomnia, that have anxiety, restless leg syndrome, also very good for the heart um, and our bones. Uh, vitamin C, most of us are familiar with vitamin C as an immune supportive, but actually we like to call it the adrenal antioxidant. So it's very mm. important for supporting adrenal health. The more stressed out you are, the more um, you're going to actually need vitamin C as well. And that's why when we're stressed, our immune system can definitely be compromised as well. Mm. So those are some of the big main stress supportives that um, I use in my clinical practice. Excellent. And does the health of the adrenal glands affect women's menopausal system symptoms as well? Oh, yes. <laughs> that is definitely sort of the missing link when it comes to um, menopause. So sort of just a summary, uh, when women go through menopause, um, we talked about how important the adrenal glands are for stress. If we can kind of think of menopause as being quite a stress on a woman's body as well because the hormones are fluctuating, often like estrogen and progesterone are declining as well as testosterone. Um, but a lot of women don't realize that the adrenal glands, they don't just secrete your stress hormones, but they also um, produce small amounts of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Mm. And they essentially uh, become the backup when our ovaries shut down. Mm. So I'll just give you sort of an example of one of my patients. So if she's going through menopause and say her adrenal glands are completely exhausted while she's going through menopause, the adrenal glands are the backup for mm -hmm. hormone production. How do you think her symptoms are going to be through menopause? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> not very good. Yeah. Hot <laughs> flashes, night sweats, insomnia, mood swings. Mm -hmm. All um, of the above. <laughs> absolutely. So that's one um, key component that I definitely talk about when I lecture. I definitely talk to my patients about that you want to support your adrenal glands early on mm -hmm. or when you're if you're in it and you were you weren't aware that your adrenal glands should have been supported long ago um, you definitely 
any menopausal woman needs to be taking adrenal glands along with any kind of menopausal herbal support or even if they're on you know hormone replacement therapy such as bioidentical hormones they need to look at the underlying root cause which is adrenal health um, a lot of times women that are postmenal or premenopausal or you know all of a sudden I hear about um, my mom used to talk about the brain fog and everything mm-hmm. else and those, so let's talk a little bit about that besides the hot flashes if that doesn't show up right away what are the other symptoms that I, I just I just remember my mom saying I, I can't remember this and waking up yeah. and just being in that brain fog memory pause yes memory pause <laughs> yes memory pause mm-hmm. yes so that's a definitely definitely a big symptom um but I, I'd probably say it's not even with menopausal women. <laughs> I, I think mean, I, I have, have that too. <laughs> I have younger, yeah, I have some of my friends that'll mm-hmm. say, oh, geez, you know, they're in their 40s and they're like, I have, I'm, my memory's not as good as it used to be. So yes, definitely memory pause is a huge, can be a huge symptom for people that are going through menopause as well as younger women. Um, it is related back to the adrenal glands, but it also is related to hormonal imbalances, specifically estrogen, progesterone, um, with the hormones declining or Um, becoming out of balance when we are in perimenopause. But that's why I always say fish oil. Fish oil. I was just looking for is that What's the magic one on that one? Fish oil. Fish oil. And and adrenal cells. Okay. uh, Well, I will be tracking you down. And and, (laughs) well, thank you so very much. Very interesting information. And uh, we really appreciate your time, Dr. Marita. And some uh, great advice. We really uh, appreciate your knowledge and look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, get more information on Dr. Marita and her website, uh, two websites, naturalfactors.com and uh, also drmarita.com. And it's M-A-R-I-T-A, just so you know. We look forward to your next visit. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mothers recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.